Welcome to the Sanctuary, a safe space to speak from the heart. I'm your host, Israel, and my guest today is super talented writer, actor, dancer, <laughs> singer, artist, Chris Pierce. Thanks for coming to the Sanctuary today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, well, you know what? Toronto is blessed to have your presence at the North by Northeast uh, Fiesta Festival. How, you know what? Like, I love your Instagram the the word that comes to mind every time I see everything you do is happy. Like, um, are you always this happy? Uh, it's so crazy to think, like, on the outside perspective, like, of course, y'all see the happiness. I'm having a good time. Behind the scenes, I am stressing out. Like, <laughs> stressing out, always upset. But I feel like my music kind of has that thing that brings me back to, Chris, you're happy. You're, you're living a good life. You're happy. You're helping a lot of people out. But no, I'm, I'm usually stressed out, but happy with it. I'm happy with it. I, I love... Okay, let's talk about the music because that is kind of the center for it for you. How did that start? How did you get into music? Okay, so I've been doing music since I was a child, like making stuff online on... What is it called? I uh, forgot the program that I was using, but I would just jump through programs using stuff. And then I was in the choir and stuff, but it was my sophomore year of college. I was going to school to be a lawyer. And I was like, you, you're either going to go to school and be a lawyer and kind of be upset or do the stuff you've been talking trash about your whole life, about being famous and everything. <laughs> so I went on and I released my first EP and that did real good. And then I released my song Karma about making my dreams come true and things kind of just started taking off. Mm, mm. What was the push to make you? Because like being a lawyer, I mean, you could still be famous being a lawyer. So what made you decide to go to music? What was that push? Well, one thing was it started out being just about like the glitz and the glamour and finally getting the praise and love that I kind of deserved that I didn't I feel like I really didn't get as a child. But then I, once I was making music and I realized how much, I re-realized how much I loved it, I started getting these messages from like random strangers. And I'm like, people I do not know from countries I have never been to. And it's like, you've saved my life. And like, you, your music is so touching and warming. And after that, I'm just like, yeah, I got to remember I'm doing this for other people now. It used to be it used to be a selfish reason at first, but now I'm definitely doing this for others. Another thing again about your music, it's so raw. It's so like you put so much of yourself out there through the lyrics of your song. Does it ever feel too much? Uh, no, huh. I, I talked to a therapist one time, literally one time, and they were like, the way you explain your life is like a story. It's like you kind of remove yourself from what you've been through and you kind of just allow yourself to let it go and let people hear it. And so I feel like that's what I do with my music. I know there's a lot of people out there that go through what I go through, especially in the LGBTQ community. And I was like, why not put this out? It's going to help somebody out. Yeah. You know, talking about the queer community, um, your song Gay, what's the story there? Gay. Um, honestly, and excuse my French, I feel like it's a big fuck you to all the haters, to be honest. Uh, I wrote that song because I felt like a lot of frustration with all the friends and people I used to know. It's like once I finally started to grow into who I am and accept me being this gay black male in, in this world, 
in this world that a lot of people don't accept. I started to lose a lot of friends and it used to really hurt my feelings. Like I really dedicated a lot of my happiness to being around my friends and loving them. But then they just started dropping like flies. And I think I wrote this song called IDGAF, I Don't Give a Fuck. And I will listen to that like, please just stop caring what other people think. It is a beautiful song. Let's talk about your production because the beats you have are insane. Uh, like, where do they come from? <laughs> they all come from YouTube. I have never been able to sit and actually just craft a song from like the beginning, the beats and playing everything, which I want to do. Hmm. But I've been around performing, making music, trying my best to go to work and then not call out. But they're all from YouTube. Wow. Freaking amazing. One of the stand out on your Instagram page is you dancing by fire. What is the story there? Ah, <laughs> yes. Okay, that's from my recent song, That One. And this was the first video where it was just going to be basically mainly on me. And if I was going to do dance moves, that was going to be on me. And so I went and I stayed at my friend's dorm in Florida. It was Boca Raton. And I was like, I want to dance in fire. Like, I, I just see myself in a ring of fire. It has to be figured out. I got to get it done. So I went to Home Depot. I got a big bucket. I got lighter fluid. And I got, like, three ropes. And I soaked them in the, ro- in the like, lighter fluid all night. And then we went to this random place. I think it was behind a, um, I think we were, like, behind a Walmart. And it was, like, real dark in this one spot where they were, like, loading stuff up. So we set it up. And we like did a little quick prayer. And I was like, y'all, if this does not work, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> but we got fire and we took it from there. It worked. It's it's freaking brilliant. I love that video. I love that video. Talking about the video, it, you mentioned something that you talked to this therapist and they said you kind of tell stories. I, I feel that, you know, you tell stories through your music, but there's also this visual motif to the way you tell your stories, the way you write your songs, did I, did I get that right? Yes, yeah, 100%. I think I'm really a big visual artist. Like, stuff I go through, I can see it in my head again. Things I want to do for my music videos, I will literally just close my eyes and listen to the song, and I can see exactly what I want to do. So I think, yeah, visual things, even if it's just, like, the way my lyrics come off and the poetry of it, I think that's the thing that really keeps me going. I'm able to see everything. Mm, yeah no super visual and do you always work with the same i guess team for your visuals say it again do you always work with the same teams for your visuals um the first few videos from fake friends up to that one was with big brother productions in florida but this next one i'm trying to think did i drop another one after no gay gay is all me you're gonna see it i haven't dropped it yet i think i'm gonna drop it like next week or the week after but it's all me. I I did all the direction, which I do for every video. But this time I did the direction and like I really controlled the camera and told him what was best and what like angles and stuff to go for. And I'm just not gonna spill too much. It's a good right. Why did he decide to go that route though? You say it again. Why did he decide to go that way? Like what about this particular song, Gay, made you decide to take so much control on the visual aspect? I just feel like I, I, what other person could do it than me, the gay one? Like, it was just me. And the boys in Big Brother Production, they're back in Florida. So I just didn't want to have to travel all the way back to Florida to do it. 
So I was in Georgia. I had no choice but to kind of network and figure out who could do what. And I went. We shot the hotel. We shot the music video in a hotel. I went there like two hours before, set it all up by myself. And then we had to do some other stuff. And it was like in an alleyway. I went and set all that up by myself. Holy shit. Yeah, I do it all. Well, this is a really, really personal song to you, right? Yeah, I, I love that song so much. I performed it yesterday. And I don't know what was taking over me. Like, I probably had the best performance I've ever had here in Toronto. I mean, it's it's the vibes. Y'all are real. I love it out here. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, having you uh, as one of the artists that nobody noticed, once I saw, it's like, I need to talk to this person. There's this vibe, like I said, happy about it. And, and also your songs are also powerful. Let's talk about the process of actually making it. I know you get the beats on YouTube, but writing it, how do you get about writing your songs? Okay, so me with writing music, what's my process? So I'm really, really picky with beats, like really, really picky. I can hear something I feel like in the first like 10 seconds and I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. And I think that's really, I think that's a nice quality to have, like knowing what you want and being able to say like, no, this is not what I want to do. But I'll start the beat and if I'm definitely like feeling it, I'm like, okay, I'll start making sounds out loud. And then if I'm really liking it, I could just start freestyling some lyrics out loud and I'll take my voice memo on my phone and I have a lot of voice memos. I think I have to get a new phone like right now. So I have no space. <laughs> All right. So where does he go from the voice memos? Okay. So I go from the voice memos and if I like it, save it. Don't really want to rush it, but there, it doesn't take me too long to write a song. That one and Gay and Young, only took me about, I would say, 30, 45 minutes to write. Like, if I'm really feeling it, I can get it done. So it doesn't take me too long to write it. And then after that, I really go in and record. Sometimes I'll go and record without warming up, which I should probably start. <laughs> Why would you do that? I, don't, I know. Most of the songs you hear, I have not warmed up for almost any of okay. them. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, there are people that are watching or listening to this podcast and they just hated on you uh, and said, just because they said, I performed that good. And you know what? I didn't even warm up. <laughs> when I record, I'm literally in my room recording. I don't go to the studio or nothing. So I just kind of jump in. But I do not warm up, y'all. All the artists I'm listening that are listening, I am sorry. <laughs> Well, you know, your talent speaks for you. The music you make is really beautiful, really personal. And, you know, with the messages you get, they actually influence lives and change lives. Um, I mean, you had this great performance at Not By Notice. What are some uh, shows you've done that really stood out for you? Some other shows you've done? Let me see. Uh, I feel like with every show I've done, I've had, like, some type of emotional... Something goes bad. Like, something always ends up going wrong. My first performance was at Sunfest, and on the lineup was Adam Lambert and Lil Wayne. And I'm like, this is my first show. Like, you got to come and bring it. And when I got there, they did not open the gate, like, wide enough. You know, I don't want to place any blame, but I'm definitely placing the blame on them right here. But our rental car got scraped by the get by the gates. Oh yeah. my gosh! Here in North by Northeast, it started raining before my set. Tampa Pride, Miami Pride, raining. It's just so much rain. But I feel like it always drives me. Like I'm always, I'll end up pissed off, and then I'll get on stage and black out. 
Because mm. mm. once you're on there, it's like, yeah, this different person is like who is this person because like now you're like really cool and really quiet and then you're on the stage you're this massive voice <laughs> it's real chill i'm i'm very chill and i would say i'm very quiet i like to be quiet i can sit and just listen to people but when i get around like the stage it's a totally different person i'll look at the videos after and be like what like my friend jordan occasionally yesterday she they were recording me on stage I got off stage feeling like, I really hope I killed that. Then I look at the videos and I'm like, okay, wow. Like, who is that on the stage? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so, I mean, you you have gay coming out. Well, the visual for gay coming out soon. What are some other things you have coming up in the pipeline? Uh, right now, being an independent artist, I feel like I, I am in that space where I'm still struggling, but the process, the journey is like, it's definitely worth it. Like a lot of things come to me in time and I kind of learn lessons from everything I do. Like here at North by Northeast, it's a lesson that I'm still working on. It's to stop being so hard on myself because I actually end up killing the performance and like I'm really, really good at what I do. But I just feel like I haven't reached that that crowd that I want yet. Like I, I want sold out shows. I want to be able to go to like Lollapalooza and Coachella and stuff like that. But right now I'm just working on rolling my album out. It's been done for like two years. So I've just been rolling singles out, rolling singles out, doing my visuals. And I don't know, my biggest goal right now is to just book a really, really, really big festival or to open up for somebody's big tour. Mm. Uh, You know what? With your talent and with your work ethic, I'm not going to be shocked when that happens because you know you're just building towards that and the effort you put into it it just has to pay out so when you are opening a coachella some sometime i'm like i said it here first it was gonna happen (laughs) they knew it they literally knew i just feel like i have to remove myself from everything else around me and just kind of focus on myself give myself a lot of what is it gratitude or appreciate myself a little more i'm still working on that even though i'm kind of putting out music and like telling people you need to love yourself and do all of this i'm still working on it myself i think we are all works in progress but i think you have come so far my friend and your music tells that story thank you thank you thank you so much Um, before I let you go, because I know you're a busy man, I have this one last question for you. Um, you know, someone out there is listening, watching, and they're like, I want to follow my passion. I'm doing law, I'm doing engineering, or whatever they're doing, and I want to bite the bullet and take that lip like Chris Pierce did. What would you share with that person? Honestly, it's so cliche, and I know everybody says it. Or I feel like I've heard it so much, but like the only motto I've been able to really like live by is Dory from um, Dory from Nemo. Literally, just keep swimming. Like you literally just have to do it and keep going because you learn lessons as you go. There's gonna be bad days. There're gonna be good days. Not every day is supposed to be good and bad. I mean, good. And the lessons that you learn kind of amplify who you are. So, for example, me, I started out with a very depressing R&B project about how I was going through stuff as a child. And then karma came out and 
that was when I finally, not finally realized, I knew I wanted to be a pop star, but that kind of set in stone, like, this is exactly what I want to do. So you have to just kind of find everything. You just got to keep going. And once you keep going, there's going to be something that clicks because it clicked for me. And you're just going to get that momentum and you're going to keep going. Because I, for example, my Mix It video, I just got off work from my overnight shift like three hours or four hours before that. And I went out there and I, we flashed them off the whole beach. So wow. you just got to keep going. I don't know. I'm I'm very dedicated to it. And my dedication and my my love for it, my passion for wanting to be like Beyonce famous is kind of pushing me to go. Mm. Keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming. Thank you so much, Chris, for the performance at Nobody Northeast and also for coming to the sanctuary today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. When I heard you wanted to interview me, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs>